There's little doubt that its very ordinariness has helped Ricky keep his feet on the ground in the face of the temptations that stardom brings. That and the fact that fame came later in life than planned. The memory of labourer Jerry, who got up every day at 5am, made a pot of tea and got picked up by a bloke in a van, has encouraged Ricky to appreciate at all times that he earns his livelihood doing what he enjoys. As he told The Observer's Tim Adams in 2005, being out of my comfort zone annoys me a bit, you know, if I have to drive a long way or something. Then I go, Gervais, your dad used to hod carry. Fucking grow up. That always tends to work. Ricky's mother, Eva, was a seasoned wit, and one of her favourite sayings, What are you doing up so early? Shit the bed, have you? Later turned up as a line spoken by a cleaner in the office. Another was, You're about as much use as a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. Having learned to answer his parents and older siblings back, Ricky was on the way to providing entertainment to the wider world. Not that everyone always saw the funny side. Mum was great fun in that worrying way, whereas Dad was more cynical. Brother Bob, who also has a dry sense of humour, recalled in the Daily Mirror that Ricky was always showing off to get my mother's attention, but she was having none of it. A childhood memory the two brothers share is being caught by Eva when they were secretly listening to Derek and Clive, Dudley Moore and Peter Cook's legendary, expletive-filled 1970s alter-egos. She panicked, Ricky admits, but I think she liked it, really. I think she thought it was quite funny and naughty, but all she could say was, what if the vicar came round? From 1966 to 1972, he attended Whitley Park Infant and Junior Schools, a short walk away from his home. A school friend, Ricky Bell, recalls Gervais as being the class swat rather than the joker. He was very academic. He didn't make everyone laugh that much at school. That humour came out later. Even Brother Bob has revealed he was a goody-goody. He thrived at school, where he had many friends and loved learning, because I was good at it and people were proud of me. When his father died in 2002, he found some of the old school reports that had been kept. He later revealed to the Mirror's Ryan Parry that they all say disruptive or very good but stops others or very good but mucks around too much. My comedy has always been about showing off, taking the mick, which is still what I do now, whether I'm on the telly, in the pub or at home. Although Reading is linked to London by an express railway and the M4 motorway, Ricky explained to the Scotsman that he rarely visited the capital in his youth. Maybe to the zoo a couple of times. I always knew I'd get out of Reading. I don't know why I was so sure about that, but I was. Holidays were modest affairs, as Ricky later revealed when he chose to consign caravanning trips to television's Room 101. He recalled taking his holes in a two-berth in Bogner with his mum and grandmother and delighted viewers by sharing this unforgettable memory from holidays past. You have not known pleasure until you wake up in the middle of the night to the sound of your nan peeing in a tin bucket. As he entered his mid-teens, holidays took second place to a holiday job. But working in a table-leg factory at 16 didn't prove a barrel of laughs. As he revealed to the Daily Mirror, I had to take metal chunks out of a vat of oil and ground down their edges on a machine. It did, however, provide him with the best piece of career advice I've had. On my first day, this bloke said, Who are you trying to impress, mate? Why are you working so fast? His work ethic since then has been, Do the bare minimum and then complain you're overworked. Music was hugely important to the young Ricky Gervais. Indeed, he remembers the very first time he entered a record shop on his own with a five-pound note in his hand. His objective? To buy an album. I must have been around 12, he recollected in Mojo magazine, and I was allowed into town by myself. 
There was a little trendy record shop upstairs at the Butts Centre in Reading that I thought was the coolest thing in the world because it was dark. He was to leave this dimly lit emporium shortly afterwards, clutching either Stranded by Roxy Music or Teaser and the Firecat by Cat Stevens. Ricky's major idol of his early teenage years, and a daring one at that, given his blue-collar environment, was gender-bending David Bowie, the face-painted henna-haired singer's 1973 offering, A Lad Insane, was to remain Ricky's favourite record for two decades. It was superseded in 1995 by Radiohead's The Bends. Indeed, David Bowie has remained the musician Ricky always wished he could be, and has also been a continued source of inspiration to him. He would go on to model his new romantic pop persona on Bowie in the early 1980s. In 1998, his first self-penned foray into the TV world, Golden Years, would be based around the pop star and named after one of his songs. And it would be a huge thrill when, in 2006, his hero would agree to star in the second series of Extra.